Groningen. Groningen. You are you are you are Hey kids. It's me, Seb. Today we'll be talking about uh, yet again some uh, Netherlandish stuff. They're taking over. Uh, this is Monster of the Week constructing old school magic. So, what are we talking about today, Wallon? Today we're talking about the Paladins of the North Cup in, in the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. And, and, some, and some brawl as well. Yeah, and to do that, we need uh, someone to help us out, right? Yeah, we need Nick, Nick Kramer of the famous Kramer Brothers from the Netherlands. Hello, guys. It's a pleasure, guys. Hello, good evening. How are you doing? Still recovering, but uh, besides that, I'm doing good. Yeah. Orland is was a day off. He, he asked me if I was away the next day. But you're playing Magic then, he said to me. I said, yeah. no. <laughs> that, that's Tuesdays. Oh, okay, it's Tuesday tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I had I had Monday yesterday because I took Monday off to recover after the, the weekend. Hmm. Uh, so I was thinking maybe Nick, you could give us some uh, like background to what even is the paladins and stuff like that. Is that how the tournament came about, or is it the community that was the seed that gave that? Well, um, me and my brother are from the northern part of Holland, so um, yeah, I think we started playing old school in two thousand seventeen, maybe eighteen. And um, yeah, we've always been playing Magic. Actually, we started playing in 1995, and we always played in the city of Groningen. That was our uh, at the place where we always played Magic. So I've um, been saying Groningen, but it's what you said, uh, <laughs> Groningen. Accepted, <laughs> Groningen. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. It's um, it's a student city, and uh, yeah. So in a student city, I think uh, relatively seen. Uh, Magic was popular in the days. So uh, yeah, were quite some people playing Magic and a few guys from that old, from those old days, we, uh, we still hang out and play old school. And um, yeah, actually after visiting a lot of tournaments in Europe, uh, we thought, can we maybe organize a tournament ourselves in our um, beautiful city of Groningen? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And actually that's what we did in 2019 for the first time. Okay. Um, it was in a small bar. Um, and I think we had 26 people and, um, yeah, we liked it. It was 26 very nice people. So we had a great time and, uh, and then we, we thought about maybe, maybe we're going to organize a second edition and then, yeah, of course, uh, COVID happened and we had to wait a few years, but, uh, yeah, last weekend was the second edition. Ah, okay. So this was the second installment. I see. I thought it was, uh, but you didn't have anything online or anything else during covid no no alternative okay no no uh, and orland you've heard about the tournament how and because you actually went right yeah because i was actually planning on going two years ago i was going to go to all the community tour uh, events mm-hmm. uh, that year uh, but um, yeah then covid hit so and then, then I met uh, because I had met uh, I had met um, Nick um, in Arvika the year before, mm. um, and we took a took a car ride back home. I mean, this me and Nick taking long car rides seems to be seems to be a thing. <laughs> right? We'll get into that later, but uh, yeah. So, so I was a planning car ride back home. You, he went with you back to Gothenburg, or what? Or what? Yeah, um, I actually got into their car um, because 
uh, the day before the trains had there had been trees falling over the train line so i w- didn't want to risk not getting home so i jumped in a car because a guy was driving nick to the airport so mm. i got into that car that's when i learned to to know nick yeah uh, actually nick you've been going to some tournaments then here in sweden yeah before um, covid i was uh, uh, a, a lonesome traveler i would say <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, I went to Arvika that year, and um, I went to Barcelona with two Dutch guys, and to Genoa, to, to Nukon, to London World Cup, and some German tournaments, and of course the the Dutch uh, tournaments. So uh, yeah, it was quite an intensive old school year for me. But, mm. uh, and you mentioned building up the Paladin tournament. Uh, Two thousand nineteen was the first one. I think the first time when we organized in 2019, indeed, it was still the early days for us of playing old school. Yeah, so, uh, I was getting into that. Did, did you? Was that when you started picking up old school, or actually, my brother continued playing Magic ever since 1995. Basically, oh. <laughs> we played uh, Legacy and Vintage, and um, but I, I quit mag- playing Magic around 2000, I think. And um, when Coast found Magnus's block and he got into old school. He, yeah, turned me into the game back uh, back again. And um, in the first months or maybe half a year, I joined him for two tournaments, actually just to give him some company. And you know, not not because I had intentions of playing Magic again, but uh, you know, I just joined him. Mm. But then I really got hooked, and then I, uh, yeah, started traveling myself as well. <laughs> Who's the spiky player of you? Um, difficult question. <laughs> I think in the beginning it was me, but uh, I think we're we're even now. Okay, even though. Yeah, yeah, you you have both played the deck, and you have both played really wonky wonky spice Bruce. So, so yeah, I think you're even now, actually. But yeah, yeah. How how competitive are you against each other? Very competitive, but I also must say, coach usually plays. Um, not really nice decks to play test. Usually plays, he played, <laughs> he played Tax Edge, he played um, um, uh, Twiddle Vault, he played uh, Enchantress. Yeah, those are not really nice decks to test. No. You, know? so, uh, yeah. you need to be a friend of uh, Charles Klein, it sounds like. Because exactly. Klein exactly. loves playing against uh, <laughs> testing those against those decks also. But. And also yeah. that when he built the deck for playtesting brawl as well. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was also uh, yeah, yeah, special. Uh, not so much fun, but uh, yeah. at least forgiven. Yeah. Yeah. So you started building, but did you go Swedish then, or he had had some cards, and you started building your own collection, or? Actually, I play with my brother's cards. Oh, so, you still uh, do. Yeah. So, so he uh, both he of you got... can't play the deck. At the same time, uh, he um, he bought everything double. <laughs> oh, okay, so uh, <laughs> that's nice of him. I'm very lucky. Uh, mm. Yeah, there was a, a moment in, when we started uh, getting into old school. I also um, paid a lot of. I, I partly paid his bet at Black Lotus and uh, and some duels and so. But mm. um, at a certain time, it got a bit confusing. Whose cards are owned by who? So Co said, "I'm going to give you this amount of money, and then it's all mine." And it sounded mm. good for me. Yeah, well, so fair. I think a lot of people have different uh, like feelings towards uh, I don't know the collecting aspect of the game, right? Olan, there's a lot of Swedish players that just like have one deck or even borrows deck, and that's yeah. true going back and. This this was actually news to me. I had no idea about um, this, but uh, when I when I took another of these car rides with, with your brother to, to your to your house, we we talked about this with Mari. So, yeah. so yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And for a long time, my brother also collected the beta sets, but um, at a certain point, he thought I can just as well uh, sell that set and buy all the play sets of Unlimited. Mm. I mean, for one beta only mine, you can get a play set of Unlimited easily. So, yeah. Um, and then it was much easier for us to uh, to get all the cards we, we both needed. So, uh, yeah. But but do you ever go to him and say, I want to play this deck now <laughs> and he needs to get cards for it? Or 
Uh, it's a bit of a of a very lucky situation, but um, he, he so he owns two sets of Power Nine, one yeah. Beta and one Unlimited, and for most of the cards he has. Uh, a beta playset and unlimited playset. Ah, nice. But so, still, there's a bunch of cards, like me and Ola. We have like decent collections, but still, so many cards you don't. It's there's always cards you need. Absolutely, yeah. And then it's a good excuse for me to drive into his place. So, uh, <laughs> that's, and also the, I mean, we are twin brothers, and uh, mm. our relationship. Other, we've seen each other a lot more since we started playing Magic again. So that's really nice. Yeah. Um, motivation to do it mm. i like it yeah well you don't have a twin brother do you no no <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah uh, but uh yeah i feel i feel like they're i mean people like play old school magic some of them feel almost like brothers uh, in a way um Hmm. We, we we hang out quite a bit and i mean as i said uh i think most of my wake and wake and time during this tournament i hang out with either nick or Kos. Uh, <laughs> like a couple of hours sleep in between and then then we were either playing or or drinking or whatever we were doing like so so yeah so yeah. let's get into uh let's maybe let's start Orlan with when you decided uh, to play this tournament what what you thought about bringing uh, and maybe we can ask Nick the same question after also like what what did you decide on playing well uh i decided like 6 days before um what i was playing in the main event and i uh, i didn't know what to play in brawl so i just took up um dave Furt bards um king suleiman deck for the brawl tournament um we had been playtesting a bit and everyone took the same decks uh so one um, tournament like tell us about the structure is it Nick? we played on on, on, oh, on friday we played four rounds of brawl i don't understand why we it it didn't feel like a tournament no. <laughs> well, the thing was then so we got quite some international people visiting the tournament so we thought it was nice anyway to organize something on friday <clears throat> and i must say i organized it together with my brother but also together with two other guys uh, jasper and um, jasper is a guy um and Stefan, by the way, but Jasper is a guy. Yeah, we he's, he's together with us. He started playing old school a few years ago, and he's really um, yeah one of the guys from Groningen we play old school with. And he just he came up with the idea of organizing a brawl tournament. I I wasn't familiar with it, mm. I, so so wasn't all on right. Uh, we never no. played it before. Um, so yeah. brawl is basically EDH, but with six, six, sixty card though. Mm. So yeah. 60 cards in the ban list is quite similar, right? To There's yeah. no anti-cards or anything like that. No anti-cards, Caracas, uh, Mind Twist, Brain Geyser. Library. Uh, library, yeah, are banned. Hmm. Yeah. Ancestral Recall. Yeah. 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 You uh, play 60, 60 cards, no sideboard, and it's a best of, best of one game. Ah, okay. Do you have a free mulligan or anything like that? Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, but Orland, you went into, you needed a brawl deck. And what did you bring then? King Suleiman. White weenie. White weenie. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So how many white weenie creatures can even fit in? It's a single tongue format. So. <laughs> yeah. I think I played 26 creatures. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Did you just uh, everything yeah. up to... Do, do you have a Sarah Angel or, or, or? Yeah, but one Sarah Angel, uh, one four drop, and then like all one drops. If Fallen Empires is allowed as well, so you get a lot of good creatures from Fallen Empires. Without that, you couldn't make White Weenie. Mm. So, like one Crusade, one Jihad, and everything that away. One Crusade, one Jihad, one Angelic Voices, one Chaos Orb, one Disenchant, one Divine Offering, one but Dust any, to any Dust. Fun ones. cards that you. Remember putting in that you would never be able to play otherwise. All I mean, jihad, jihad is one of them. It's it's unplayable, uh, <laughs> uh, but it's good in this format. Uh, I think my favorite uh, creature that that I played too little of is like the preacher in that scenario. Do you, did you have a preacher in your? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's too good not to play. Uh, 
Yeah. So, well, Nick, you needed to put together a brawl deck then also. Yeah, correct. I played uh, Stang as a, Ooh, as a legend, nice. uh, basically <laughs> because uh, Reindeer uh, altered one Stang for me because it has twin tokens, obviously. Mm. So, <laughs> he uh, he made a special version of the of the Stang for me, including a twin token. So mm. uh, yeah, I had to play that one. So he's uh, like painted on it, or yeah, he painted it. I can send it. I can send it yeah. to you. I don't know if you can edit the podcast or something, but of it, I think it's I beautiful. Can, uh, we will put it in the show notes, as we say. He, oh, great, great. Yeah, okay. he basically erased the word twin and and replaced it with the word Coase or Nick. <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but so you're playing green and red creatures like mid-range stuff, I guess. Yeah, and with some mana acceleration and uh, some direct damage. And I found out in my uh, match against Oland that uh, Pyrotechnics is a very good card against uh, White Weenie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Also yeah, I was... no, yeah, no yeah. Inferno, though, maybe. I didn't play it, but... Yeah. Um, but also, I... Your stuff, so. <laughs> I must say that a lot of times, because I'm not used to play Brawl and... Mm. Um, yeah, who, we were, who are used to playing brawl? Exactly, exactly. Well, we were playing, and then in turn eight or nine, I was empty-handed, and I thought, okay, uh, I'm going to attack with my creatures, but completely forgot that I could cast my legend. Uh, mm. A few times, but it was uh, <laughs> I completely forgot like, about why it. Why is this card hanging around here? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, that's uh, maybe the second time I'll uh, I'll get used to it. Mm. Yeah, but it it was a fun it was fun because I played against you and I played against uh, Timmy um, Thomas Melens on on he played also played Stang, but he had main deck flash fires. <laughs> so <laughs> even better for you, yeah, he had he, a, a seven storms uh, Stang deck. So with yeah. uh, all the storms uh, available were in there. And mm. also he played he played uh, Diamond Valley with Stang, which is really good. Yeah, absolutely. So, Olan, did you arrive directly to the brawl, or anything? no? We actually, I actually, I actually set it up so I arrived one and a half hour before. So we went out. Me, Nick, Coase, and some other old school guys went out for a schnitzel or other food oh, before the nice. tournament. So, yeah, I was like, I just arrived at the hotel, dropped my stuff off, and then we were off. Uh, we. Yeah, and then we took a picture of me and Arvi next to a cow uh, in a window. <laughs> I have no idea what that was about, but yeah. Uh, uh, typical Dutch, yeah, since you're here. Uh, mm -hmm. oh. <laughs> that was really nice, and I think the, the, the pup was really uh, very suitable for playing a magic tournament. Small. Um, is it a, is this the same place you had it, like 2019, or is it? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's because, it's actually a board game cafe. Okay, Orland mentioned it being probably the best venue. No, that, that's that's Saturday. That's Saturday. Okay, okay it's uh, another venue. Yeah. So this yeah, yeah. is, but this is the same place that you had your first tournament with like twenty six people. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and like, is it the same kind of people like that played three years ago, or uh, except for Orland? Mm. But I think kind of, yeah. I think it's very funny that in 2019, when we organized it, for example, Ron Dijkstra was uh, a guy who walked in with a big shopping bag of old school cards. Nobody had seen him uh, <laughs> before. And uh, yeah, uh, nowadays he's uh, super active in the scene. So, but I think it's the, what was the, the hardcore uh, scene was there, I think, mm. on Friday. Yeah. Erwin. Any other international surfers, magic Ste people coming Ste in? Stebo. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. the, the Spanish, the, the three guys from uh, Liga Catalana were there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, talking about brothers. Uh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, those were those were interesting all week weekend long. Those, the Spanish guys. Um, uh, yeah, and then the, Bel the Belgians, guys from Belgium. The Belgians and then Florian showed up. He was uh, at Saturday, obviously playing, but he showed up for a while on Friday. Uh, and then we had some other groupies there, those uh, water polo girls that, <laughs> that somehow stuck there and watched us play. Um, 
Tales of Water Polo Girls came. Yeah, it's interesting story. A, a girl that worked at the pub was there with her, her friend, and then they stayed. I think they talked to me and Timmy for half an hour, and then they went to watch cosplay. <laughs> they were there for a couple of hours for they were no there reason. For the coast. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was a bit weird, but yeah. Um, well, you, you mentioned it being a gaming cafe sort of place, Nick. So yeah. interesting people can be there, I guess. Usually we don't see girls there, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that goes probably for a lot of old school. Sadly, we have uh, some <laughs> players. Um, but yeah, there's usually more elderly men playing. True, uh, true. Well, but like you, you came directly and started eating a schnitzel and then brawling all on. Uh, but Nick, you uh, and your brother, you like live close by, or did you have to make a whole schedule thing? It's not that big of a deal for you, I guess. Well, we we used to live there. I used to live there for almost twelve years, but uh, I live now an hour away from it. Mm. And um, yeah, I took the day off on Friday, so I went early to Groningen to meet my brother, just to have a coffee in a in a restaurant. It was also uh, the we- the quality weekend with my brother. So uh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, we went early, had to spend some time together, and then uh, yeah, went to the the pop. The tournament started at seven, so pretty early. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And uh, tell us about the tournament then. More than you played Stang and we had a white weenie getting crushed by... How did you guys do? I finished two and two. uh, And there were a lot of of people playing Sol Kanar and Tetsuo in the room. Uh, Mm -hmm. I think in the end, indeed, uh, blue, red, black uh, are the three uh, best colors for this format. So, um, yeah. But I had great fun. Uh, I mean, you see cards you rarely see, or at least I rarely see. I had also a lot of fun brewing it. Um, yeah. It's something else. And it's also short. It's only best of one game. So it's pretty quick. And it was basically also meant to uh, to catch up on Friday night and hang out with the guys. So um, I don't even know. Did we have a winner? Or I don't yeah, know. Some, someone went Someone went 4-0. Maybe there were even two guys who went 4-0 and they played it out for the for that uh, Northern Paladin uh, card. Of course. Oh, yeah, there, was a, there was a prize. Sorry, sorry yeah. if, if the guy's listening. Uh... <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I don't think most people really cared about the prize. Uh, I was actually like, uh, most of the guys, I kind of knew some people from online, but I've never hung out with most of the guys in the pub. So uh, I spent most of the time drinking beer with people. Uh, for example, I've never spoken with, uh, oh, well, actually, I've never met Coase other than that tournament where we never spoke. Uh, <laughs> I've never met Erwin and talked to him. I've never met Hank and talked to him. I've never met Timmy and talked to him. Like, all of these guys I just um, was drinking beer with, basically. Mm. That's that. What we, that's what we we are there for, mainly except for magic, I guess. But yeah, Hank messaged me and said like, "Where are you?" And <laughs> I didn't really understand what he was talking about because, uh, like that Friday, my internet had went down. <laughs> They fixed like the electricity thing in my building, and I was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> what should I do? Everything is connected to internet." And he messaged me, and I was like, "What? I don't know. My internet is down." He's like, "No, why are you here?" And then he sent me a picture of you guys. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember him actually talking to me about your internet being down, but I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, fuck that guy." Uh. So it looks like Ron won. Uh, and uh, he played yeah. the Swamp King, probably. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, doesn't surprise me. Yeah, uh, exactly. True. Yeah, Congratulations, Ron. Could well done. Be, could be. Uh, that's that's my, what my intel is telling me, at least. So. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. So, but going forward, like Brawl, what, what, would you do anything different, Nick? Or was it a nice mm. thing to have, like, a... Before a tournament or just 
Do you like the brewing, you said? I think the next time I would play a brawl tournament, I think I would go as Yankee as possible. I think that's that's the fun of brawl. Yeah. Yeah. Play cards you never play and, yeah, make a huge board state. (laughs) I think that goes for all the formats. There's so many formats going around, floating around. I think it's playability, of course, like Swedish. You you have as few uh, bans and restrictions as possible. But if you want to do something crazy, you have like X points, brawl, and whatever. And I think those formats are because you want to play new other cards and like s- change things up. Uh, and <laughs> but I usually go to start trying to break the format <laughs> just to <laughs> understand it at least. Uh, but janky is the most fun thing to do, I guess. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm definitely, and we actually talked, me, Nick and Coles, that we will pray, play Brawl some other time online after like the NoobCon and the tournaments have settled down. I'm uh, going to play a couple of Yankee decks against each other and uh, just complain that when someone spikes. So, mm. so yeah. Yeah. Well, invite me so I can try spike it because I haven't tried it out at all. Yeah, then first then you, spike, you will then you jank. Yeah. So, so yeah, I think it's a it's a fun format to play a couple of times a year, but not more. Uh, and it's great for a Friday drinking beer get together before the techno music and dancing starts at the pub mm. <laughs> because that's what happened later in the evening like during the tournament or no after then okay. arvin and hank started listening to techno um taking over the the, the music uh, booth yeah yeah okay so that's they, their that's their that's their thing at tournaments they had access to the music booth there. yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah okay uh, note to self don't let them have access to it was it like 90s uh, techno or yeah okay they even played ace of bass for me uh mm, that's good what <laughs> song do you remember uh maybe all that she wants or something i okay. don't remember uh, yeah that's mm. a okay pick i like the sign that's probably my best uh, the best song Well, you're walking through a city street, you could be in Peru And you hear a distant calling and you know it's meant for you Then you drop what you are doing and you join the merry mob And before you know just where you are, you're in an Irish pub They've got one in Honolulu, they've got one in Moscow too They've got four of them missing me and a couple in Kathmandu So whether you sing or pull a pint, you'll always have a job Cause wherever you go around the world, you'll find an Irish pub Now that design is fairly simple okay. So, uh, Nick, tell us what, what happened after the tournament. How it went late. You don't even remember if you had a winner. So, <laughs> and did did you have a prize or? It's a bit blurry. Yeah, we had a Jacques Levert and uh, I think a Paladin signed, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, Jasper took care of that. So that was very nice. Uh, yeah. yeah. And then. Yeah, it's a bit blurry, but did we went to the Irish pub afterwards, or I not me? Uh, me and Stebbo went went to buy to buy a kebab at least, uh, and then I got lost a bit. But then I found myself again. Um, <laughs> I was walking alone, like with my kebab pizza, because Stebbo was staying at another hotel. I couldn't even see the sign at the at the p- pizza place. I think it's that's like, what you do walking around with a kebab. You're probably lost. <laughs> Yeah, um, so maybe you went, but I was home at four at least. So I, I remember I went with uh, Timmy uh, to a pub, Timmy, to to an Irish pub. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and then he fell in love with the bar girl, bar girl, and then we went home. Yeah. With a Galway girl, <laughs> an Irish girl. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. It was a great night. And uh, then then we're heading into like the main event territory, uh, I gather, and. Uh, you needed to bring another deck for that, Olan, I guess. Uh, yep. How how did you reason? Because you, I'm 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 always looking at you because I can identify with maybe how you go about. Because I have no idea what those crazy Netherlandians are <laughs> playing or anything about the meta. But what did you want to play or bring? Uh, before well. You 
Well, easily enough, I wanted to play 12 bolts. Um, mm. And I've been trying with green, and it sucked. And I, I mean, it sucked to play. So then I actually talked with Svante, and we built a deck. I sent it to Will McGran, and he said, cool deck. I don't know if he means it was good or if it was bad, <laughs> but he said, cool deck anyway. So yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm fine with that. Uh, and that's what I want. Cool deck, add a balance. <laughs> cool deck, change the divine offering for disenchant. Yeah, add a balance, add uh, sit in a bottle. That's the first uh, things he wants to do, maybe. Yeah, so so yeah, um, that's what I wanted to play. Um, it's a fine deck. I've been playing it for a couple of years now before everyone started calling it Lion Bolt Dib. Mm. Uh, yeah. But it's basically Lion Bolt Dib. Yeah, uh, but it's still a fantasy zoo because I played as a angel. And uh, now with the Iron Claw Orcs as well. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and Nick, you actually know what you're kind of heading into in the tournament. What did you bring? And what did your brother... No, <laughs> you had doubles of everything, so it didn't matter. <laughs> no, well, I, I, um, I decided not to play. So oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, because Solan said, let's talk about Friday because then you actually played. So, <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, we expected 80 people uh, oh. in the tournament. So it was uh, quite a nice um, tournament. Uh, you, yeah. you went from, what was it the first time, 23 or something? <laughs> to yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was. Uh, Magic then, is uh, dying. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but. Um, and, you Since wanted we, to help out with the organization and exactly hmm? yeah so it's also we didn't had no expectation about how much work it would have been because we rented tables we needed to put up the tables and the chairs etc so i thought it was a bit more uh, relaxed if i uh, if i didn't participate hmm. so uh, yeah but my brother played uh, enchantress hmm. and uh, i get to got to play one round for him so uh, yeah, what was that about? Because he didn't do well, or <laughs> because he just felt like I don't know. I think he went oh uh, six or one five, something like that. You terrible. Zero uh, three, and then you got a buy when you were gonna play, and then you oh, yeah. got to play Florian. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> At least so. I, I won a game from from Florian. That's uh, that was something. Yeah. But, uh... yeah, but he, I mean, he did well with that uh, deck in Utrecht, so. Yeah. I think it's. Uh, I think you have to be very concentrated to play that deck good, yeah. because uh, yeah, it can be a good deck, but not in this uh, in this state for my brother. So, uh, so yeah, it's I'm... an enchanter's deck, but basically, with what's the engine? <laughs> it's enchantress, but um, well, a lot of cheap cheap enchantments. So fast bonds, uh, Sylvan Library, and um, of course, Dance of Many. Mm. And um, basically no removal. So the idea is that if the opponent taps out in turn three or four, uh, you could have a chance to go off. Uh, with time walk, four, three or four recalls, so you can uh, you can take back uh, time walk on those cards uh, and we'll draw sevens. Uh, and then, yeah, it can go pretty quickly. Um, it's it's basically a Twiddlewald deck where you remove some of the good cards and put in bad cards. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that's what the Enchantress deck is. Exactly. Uh, I think, yeah. Um, yeah. The only thing, but it doesn't really work, but it's you, you don't have to play out Howling, Howling Minds and pass the turn at least. So yeah. there's that. But. With, yeah, with Mana Flare, Fast Bond and uh, in Candelabra, you can really uh, generate some serious mana in a few turns. Yeah. Let's so, uh, go big or go home. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it there were there were a lot of uh, interesting uh, decks um, actually, uh, and the tournament was uh, and as I said, it was probably my favorite old school venue so far. Um, oh, thanks a lot. It's it's like an it's like a, a concert place, Seb. So. Okay. No, a lot of lot of alternative bands have played there, and there are millions of stories about those bands. And I got some stories uh, during the day, and um, and yeah. So the so there was a big nice bar. The ventilation was good. 
feature match was on the actual stage. Um, I think it was cozy in terms of lighting, and yeah? I think that turned out well. You yeah. didn't have the feeling you were in a large room. It's, uh... Yeah, I think you maybe a lot of old school uh, events go to like they go to the 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 it, they find a castle or like yeah. old vintage place. But yeah, that's nice and all, but maybe it's cool to explore that a bit. We have some Ima also and whatever. Imagine also that you could fit your whole play mat. You didn't have to move your share because people couldn't get by. The yeah. shares were, were actually soft and not extremely hard. Um, yeah. uh, it wasn't too warm. It wasn't too cold. Mm. Uh, so, so yeah, there's, there's a lot going for that venue compared to most other venues. So that uh, was probably the favorite old school venue you've been to. Uh, yeah. Now, so what I what I personally like about it, I mean, the name of the venue is Vera, and it's an uh, it's a Latin acronym for Veri um, Directi Amici, which means true and sincere friendship. So I think that's nice. Yeah, that's And beautiful. its official name is 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 called the Club for International Pop Underground. So it has a bit of an underground feeling to it, which suits our our scene and our community very well. I think so. Yeah. And it's run completely by volunteers. So the people behind the bar were volunteers, the guys that opened the doors, the guys that were uh, the security guys. Uh, everybody was volunteer, is a volunteer there. So it's mm -hmm. uh, a, lot of, a lot of love in that uh, place. Yeah. And everyone was nice that worked there. Like, also, no, no complaining. Um, no one getting thrown out? No. no. <laughs> I mean, it's the Netherlands. People were... Piss drunk, but you won't get thrown out. Uh, I think I think it's impossible in that city. Um. Yeah, I think like the we should like overall in the world, uh, like people getting angry drunks. There's not that many angry drunks there. Maybe that's the problem with what what you need to get thrown up. It's doing silly stuff. Maybe not just being slurish or whatever. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. yeah, old school and, people, kind of a mellow crowd. So, <laughs> and and also we actually it was um, uh, I really liked also it was a bit different setup compared to other old school tournaments. We had lunch after round two. Uh, everyone can go out and fi find their own lunch. So there was a nice break, and then they organized a buffet after round six. Mm. So so we could eat at the place as well and still hang out at the bar. And eat with all the old school players. Uh, I thought we were going to go out for the buffet, but that was even better. Eating at the actual site. Mm. Yeah, and yeah, that turned out very good. Uh, I think the food was really nice, and um, and maybe nice to mention that we had a uh, we had Malisha Benson uh, made a, an original artwork for the tournament. Ooh, and, that's cool. Uh, and we framed it in a in a professional uh, artwork frame. So that was one of the prizes for the tournament. Was it on a like a play test card, or was it uh, like a no? It was a, or just a paint uh, illustration, like an illustration. It was an illustration of a paladin, and uh, yeah, she she made she put the words "Paladins of the North Cup uh, 2022," I believe. So uh, that um, was a really customized uh, piece of art. Hmm. Yeah, and it was a paladin or something on it. Um, uh, so, so yeah, I was. Uh, I mean, I, I won the, the not the, that prize, but I won the prize before. So I was a bit upset that I didn't win the main <laughs> prize, uh, but I won a prize and I gave it to Florian. So, so yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, because Sebit was in a lottery, so it was pure random. Uh, who, uh, who rap, yeah, it, uh, yeah, yeah. And, and that's that's the best with old school when you don't give the the prize to the first place finisher. So everyone gets the same shot at winning. They were there were also other good prizes like an alliances booster. Um, a bit weird that Ron won that booster, but yeah, <laughs> 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 the booster guy wins a booster. Um, yeah, you know, exactly, uh, exactly. Yeah. So, so well, how did it go, Alan? Well, I started. Uh, I started by the most important thing. I won my first old school match ever against Stebo in the first round. 
Uh, I've never won against him before. I think I lost six times against oh, him. Okay. Uh, How did he uh, feel about it? Did he mention anything or no? I, well, he was very he was very British about it. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the British, like yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. the calls for fall that way, and yeah, and yeah, you can work up my tiebreakers and yeah, all that stuff, <laughs> like a British would say. Uh, yeah, and then I then I went on to beat White Weenie. I bet beat. Uh, some four color midrange deck. I beat Ernam Geddon, so I was 4 0. And then I got to play on stream, and then I realized I'm going to lose because I played against the, the guy from Wilfred from the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. He played um, he played Blood Moon, Sit in a Bottle, Flash Fires against my, my deck, and he yeah. played all the threats. It was basically a trying to be mano deck with Power Splash. Yeah. Hmm. I should look into that. Yeah, it's I, it's impossible for the for my deck to beat it if I'm not really lucky. Hmm. Um, and then in the last round, I went on to play against uh, Dion on his Alpha Beta deck. Okay. Alpha Beta only, and he crushed me 2-0 after me <laughs> mulligan into five. Yeah, but I mean, his decks were good. his cards were good against me. He's a good player. Hmm. I'm only going to five. It's not that great. It's like, yeah, whatever. Uh, and for the first time in my old school career, I didn't care that I lost. Okay. Is that yeah. so? Yeah, because I had such a great time this weekend, so I didn't care. Oh, uh, because I knew because I knew that we had an upcoming hardcore gig at, <laughs> at the, in the basement because there was a gig at the same time as the old school top eight. Okay. What was that? <laughs> It was the Bloodsuckers, the <laughs> hardcore punk band. Okay. <laughs> and yeah, they it's... went on after the tournament or just like... I was About... in the basement bar, so it okay. was uh, simultaneously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we just uh, went downstairs. Me, Stebo, Nick and Timmy went for to watch the gig. Mm-hmm. Was it good? Yeah. I mean, they were a new band. I mean... They had some, they had some issues, but they will get better. <laughs> like uh, the the singer wasn't they will great. Get better. <laughs> yeah, I they mean, put they seem. <laughs> yeah, I, they seem. We will get better. <laughs> I mean, the tickets were three three euros, so I mean, they weren't a big band. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, but yeah, yeah, but it's the first time I've been to a gig at an old school tournament mm. in the same house. And maybe we should mention, Olaf, that it was extremely loud. Yeah. So it was in a basement. It is basically a concrete basement. Mm. And the ceiling is maybe 10 centimeters above our head. <laughs> and, and the band was on ground floor. And yeah, I think they opened up their amplifiers full. Full. Yeah. It was absolutely they, They're called the blood suckers. Well, yeah. What do you um, expect? <laughs> so, so basically, Seb, the... The the venue was like uh, uh, one of these places in Gamla Stan, the cellar places of Gamla Stan. Yeah. So it's like all the sound is trapped trapped inside. There's nowhere to go. Like, mm. uh, yeah. yeah. But it was quite a quite a party, I would say. Mm. <laughs> yeah. But Nick, do you want to add anything to like the tournament? Uh, well, you mentioned eighty people. What what kind of decks did you see? Everything, I guess. Yeah, yeah, everything. Uh, well, uh, there was no the deck. I think in the room. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we. Or did you see one? Uh... No, no the deck and no Twiddle Vault. Um, I think uh... quite some mid range. I've seen a lot of mid range, a lot yeah. of mid range, um, a lot of creatures. I think that's also um, maybe what we see a lot in Holland. Uh, mid range is doing good in Holland, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and the top eights, I remember uh, two times um, um, Alban Lauterdeck, Lion, Lion, um, Fried Control, and what else? We had Dion's uh, Alpha Beta only deck, also a mid range deck, I would say. Yeah? 
en evert uh, midrange deck. Ja. Yeah. Uh, and uh, like we didn't mention but it's like Swedish or it with reprints or it re- uh, we have a reprint policy and uh, you can play uh, reprints indeed. Yeah. With a top 8 or Yeah. 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 And yeah, we don't we didn't collect deck lists. So uh, therefore, we don't exactly know what uh, everybody was playing. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, and also Wilfred made top eight with his big red as well. So absolutely uh, with dragon welds, ball linings, and goblins of the flark main deck. Yeah, nice. and Chevens. Yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, if I would lose to someone, it should be that deck. Was yeah. um, he playing mono worlds or like? No, uh, I don't think so. I, uh, he didn't play against me. He, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Floor, um, ball, I think. Well, <laughs> I, nice. I have his deck in front of me. I, oh, okay. it's, yeah, two two blood moons, I believe, main deck. Yeah, disintegrate ball lightning, Sheevan, iron claw orcs, also. Yeah, uh, I've seen that quite some uh, sometimes in the tournament, so that's nice. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and for us, the Evert Fischer, obviously, with, uh, with his mid-range deck, he's very good at uh, playing that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, with uh, Suchi's Lions and Lightning Bolt Counterspell. Um, very strong. Okay. Yeah, so so nothing really uh, remarkable besides the Alphabet only and the, the red deck from uh, from Wilfred. Uh, for the rest, I think it was mainly mid-range decks in the top eight, uh, what we saw. Mm. And yeah, I think overall, yes, go ahead. No, well, well, do you remember like the winning decks or the finals or anything about that? The finals were were too louder. It was Baptiste from Belgium who won against Mari from the Netherlands. On they both played louder, Mm -hmm. so yeah, yeah. And Baptiste beat Mari 2 0, I believe. Yeah, Yeah. but the true winners were those who went down to see the bloodsuckers. Absolutely, uh, or or maybe or maybe more. So after losing the finals, was out drinking until eight in the morning. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> maybe, yeah. What, what happened after the bloodsuckers? Did you? What, we, well, we went to an Irish pub first. Um, mm-hmm. The the Irish pub that it's like it, it was probably one of the first things I heard about. People were there every day. It's. There's a story behind that pub, right? It's been voted for best Irish pub of the Netherlands uh, oh. a few years ago. It's very authentic. It's a very uh, living room uh, atmosphere in, the, in there. Mm. Uh, yeah, I think it's a cozy bar for uh, for hanging out with some old school guys. Um, yeah, we stayed there with quite some people, but I think a few people got a bit... Uh, they wanted to dance or something because Groningen is known as being the city that never sleeps and uh, you can go out till eight or nine in the morning if you like so i think some guys were interested in that so uh, we tried to find a place to to dance or something but uh yeah it, it, we're too old <laughs> we, i don't we, know this town anymore <laughs> we we find found a place to dance okay yeah it was a bit uh, as if we ended up in a movie scene but it was a a to-be Mexican restaurant. Uh-huh. So the the concrete boxes were still on the ground. There was almost no ceiling. There was no furniture. There was <laughs> dust everywhere, plastic sheets. I don't know. There were still construction workers working on the interior. But some guys had a party there with some trays of beer and music. And, um, hmm. yeah, we just came in. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we drank and danced. And, uh, That's yeah. nice. That's yeah. probably better than the places uh, where you go and pay to dance at that hour, I guess. And they let yeah, you exactly. in also. <laughs> yeah, my wife was uh, was actually at that party and she said, well, you can guys come here. And we didn't pay for drinks or anything. They just had trays of beer. We could just open them. So, uh, hmm. Is it, when, when we arrived, uh, your wife just carried in a crate of beer and put it next to our feet. <laughs> so, <laughs> And then she started pouring, pouring mezcal on us. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, that was a party. That was yeah. when Olan forgot about one day or whatever. 
you got screwed in your head after that. Yeah, I, I, I think so. Because I was, I mean, we didn't sleep much the night before, and then we started doing that. So, so yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and I think we were there almost until like 4 a.m. again. Um, yeah. Some, some people went on, obviously. Hank and Mari went on. <laughs> so the, they had more perseverance than you guys, or they went to the eight o'clock place, or <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, that's a famous eight o'clock place around the corner. But uh, but no, we I, went, uh, yeah, we we went for more kebab, and then we met the Spanish guy <laughs> with, <laughs> with the pizza. He went to sleep like five hours before that. It's like, yeah, I'm here buying a pizza. You went to sleep five hours ago. What are you doing here? <laughs> Waking up five hours later, getting a pizza. Yeah, yeah that was completely crazy. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So, any other memorable stories from the weekend? Did you get home well, Olan? Or it was a bit weird. Um, the trains, the trains didn't run on Sunday. Uh -huh. Nick, Nick's, Nick's wife were just gonna go on a train ride somewhere, and she, then she came back and it's like, no more trains. Yeah, they do so, that in Germany also, like just close down things on Sundays. But, but it, this was, uh, yeah, it was the first time ever that I know of that non there was not a single train uh, um, um, driving that uh, that day. Mm -hmm. There was uh, some kind of uh, malfunction somewhere in the system, and everything shut down. So well, that was chaos, yeah. obviously. So me, no alternative transportation. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I was going to airport. Stebo was going to meet his girlfriend in Amsterdam, and Mario was going to get home. So you do what you do. We go home to Nick and look at turtles. All right. <laughs> the old school, uh, like I guess, animated thing, not the the, the what, turtles. What the turtles yeah. you have in your garden or in your greenhouse. Okay, a real turtle. I thought a lot turtles, of turtles. Yeah. A lot of turtles. Ninja turtles. No, no real turtles. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was really nice to uh, to have the guys over at my house. It was really nice. What uh, kind my of wife. turtles do you have? All kinds of turtles. Uh -huh. <laughs> North American turtles. I have some turtles from Girard uh, at my place that he sent uh, sent me a few years ago. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, it was funny. I obviously didn't anticipate it on uh, on receiving them and showing them the turtles, but uh, yeah. since yeah. the opportunity uh, was there, mm -hmm. I had to, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I didn't know you were a turtle guy. That's nice. But yeah. because you knew Gerard before old school, right? Yeah, well, actually, I knew I knew of his existence. We didn't okay. uh, talk or hang out or something, but. Uh, once we got paired in the derby, and uh, yeah, we started talking about turtles, and it lasted a few hours. Uh, since then, uh, <laughs> yeah, we, uh, yeah, been turtling out. Absolutely, and magic, and playing magic, of course. Yeah, yeah. So, and then we had some lovely Mexican food as well from Nick's wife. Um, hey yeah. Guys, can you give me one minute? My wife is in front of the door, but the door is closed. Yeah. Oh, one minute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I'll have med det här bara helt random. Like you guys, you, you went to look at turtles. <laughs> the, uh, anything else you wanted to add, like mm -hmm. happening or whatever? We didn't oh, yeah. play a, a single game of magic. We just uh, ate some and uh, and hang out, right? Yeah, and then I mean, we all had to get 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 home or wherever we we're gonna go. So. Nick was uh, friendly enough to drive us. Um, dropped off Mari on the way. Um, mm. um, drop off Mari with his wife and kids, and then drive us to 
Skip pulled me and Stebo, and Stebo was on his merry way back to to Amsterdam City and meet his girlfriend. They were staying a bit longer. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, um, uh, I was uh, really lucky to have um, to have Nick around to drive me home. Else, we would have to take a taxi to <laughs> Skip Pole Airport, and <laughs> not that easy to get a taxi that day. I think exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, it was there was quite quite a traffic jam because um, a lot so of strange. people uh, needed to drop off their their friends and family at the at the airport. Yeah, mm. but uh, yeah, we listened to some music, introduced Holland to a new band, and uh, yeah, it was a good trip. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we should end on that band then. Yeah, it's a band named the Wipers. It's, uh, Wipers. They're yeah. from uh, the late eighties in Portland. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, yeah, it was a, f- a fantastic band, but uh, they always uh, stayed under the surface. Uh, they never got uh, big or something. The big recognition, they never hit it big. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it 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 was a bit weird um, leaving at uh, Skipple Airport and saying, "Yeah, see you guys in ten days for Noobcon." Uh, yeah. Because, like, we basically see. I mean, I bet met both Nick and, and Stebo after or during COVID. But mm. then it was like, yeah, see you sometime. We don't know when, but <laughs> it's gonna happen. So, yeah, so, I, I think just bottom line is it's fantastic that COVID is uh, that we can just see each other again. Mm-hmm. And the tournament in Groningen. Also, we went to a tournament in Utrecht. It's just great to hang out with old school guys. Yeah. To drink a beer and and to um, to play magic and hang around. That's I miss that so much. Old school yeah. is healing. Absolutely. Yeah. And we are of course very lucky that in Holland we have a very large scene. Yeah. And I think uh, usually we have almost every month a tournament. Yeah. And, we, uh, we hadn't like planned having Coson earlier, uh, but like there's a lot of uh, Dutch players and. I think your your scene is probably even larger than the Swedish scene right now. Yeah, and yeah, nice. I don't know how many. Yeah, yeah, it's, and it's also really active, and also really a lot of nice guys. Yeah. So that's um, definitely. And as I'm usually saying, Sweden has the worst scene of old school uh, <laughs> in Europe, probably. Like, yeah, the, it's not great. Um, it's not because we don't play enough, and we don't have enough tournaments yeah we're um, like spread out uh, over the country in a weird way i guess yeah. me in stockholm Åland in uh, gothenburg for instance and i probably talk to you most about magic <laughs> we never see each other so, yeah yeah so it's gonna be great uh, for noobcon and mm-hmm. uh, the shenanigans yeah. around noobcon yeah i really look extremely forward you, you will be there as well as eh? yeah ah, of course fantastic. Yeah, we will be there with fourteen Dutch guys, uh, I, uh, I believe. So, <laughs> yeah, cool. Sec- second biggest, um, second biggest country after Sweden. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Now I need, need to figure out what to play. Yeah, I, I'm bringing a bunch of decks since we're playing. Like, this is a long weekend. <laughs> this is Easter time, and I think it's at least two big tournaments uh, uh, and then we have uh, on saturday we have the lunch magic with henk and seb yeah i don't know, I don't know what <laughs> we're doing then but we're doing some lunch magic on saturday also Nick, so. yeah we're, we're gonna go to pubs and play magic uh, no structured tournament but just go around um, yeah. Mjölk, I've said. is yeah. that during the alpha tournament is that uh... Uh, yeah yeah. Okay, yeah, because yeah. the alpha tournament is is closed off to to the public. Um, yeah. You can't even go and watch if you're not playing. Mm. Okay. I have all the lanyards for the alpha tournaments here. Florian gave them to me. So if anyone has enough money, I can give you one. Like <laughs> I I have one already. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I see you guys there. Yeah. Mm. Uh, great. So with that, Nick, I will thank you very much for joining us and give us the tale of uh, what hopefully will be a continuous uh, experience uh, in Groningen. Groningen. I hope to see, to see you one day in Groningen. Yeah, so. of course. Uh, I'm, I'm, lo- I'm, 
I'm weirded out about being able to travel even. So I'm hopefully going to be able to do that. Kids and whatever. But yeah. Yeah. Maybe I would say if someone is in doubt about traveling, just go. I mean, yeah. It's 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 super nice. People take the efforts wherever you come from to go to a tournament. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the the Groningen weekend was nice because of all the people. Not not only the international people, also the Dutch community. It's great that they're all willing to travel and and see each other. So mm. great. That's a yeah. community. Hopefully, we can see the blood suckers again. And yeah, maybe they're better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <man. laughs> uh, no, so, <laughs> thank you for joining, Olan. Thank you for giving us the tale of your trip. Oh, I'm dropping stuff here at the table. Uh, and um, yeah, take care out there, guys. Uh, bye bye. Thanks. Bye bye. Bye.